week, I just wanted to teach about the Holy Spirit. And the reason why I wanted to teach about the Holy Spirit, because, you see, many people don't understand. And that's why you find big number of people struggling in Christianity. That's why you hear people screaming, because they want God to come down. They want Jesus to come down. Every time they are looking, they are looking Jesus to come down. Jesus, come down. Even here, you hear people say, Mungu kuja na usitumane. Yeah, because you see, that is not a good thing to say to God. Even looking your help from there, that is not the right way to do. I might sound crazy, but I'm not crazy. Because that's, that just might be a long doctrine. Even looking your help from there. You see, the children of Israel, they used to look their help from there. Because God was there in heaven. But today, God is not in heaven. The Bible says, Christ Jesus in you, the hope of glory. When Jesus was living and he said, I'm not going to leave you like Owen. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit who is my representative. The Holy Spirit is the representative of heaven. And he is God. Amen? And he lives inside of you to meet all your needs. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Even if your body is dead. And the Holy Spirit who raised Jesus Christ from the dead live in you. He will empower your body. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will guide you, will remind you, will teach you, will bring the presence of heaven. When the Holy Spirit came, he came with everything. Amen? God the Father is in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says God is the Spirit and those who worship him must worship him. In spirit and truth. So God is in the Holy Spirit. God the Father in heaven is in the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit who is in you, he is God. And that is why the Bible says you are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and power. So if you are complete because God is inside of you, nothing missing, nothing broken. Can I hear amen? amen. Hallelujah. Shekeboka. You don't need to look around. To look where God is. God is inside of you. God lives in eternity. The Bible says God has refilled eternity in our heart. But our mind cannot fathom. So already God is in our heart. Heaven is in our heart. Power is in our heart. But it is our mind which cannot understand. And if you remember what I taught last time when I was here, as man thinketh so, if you think and believe the word of God, that God is inside your heart and he is in you, working in you for you to act according to his own will, then the miracles and signs and wonders will follow you. Those who believe in their God, they shall do. Amen. I'm not teaching that. 
I was just saying what God prepared for me to come and teach you here. But today, I want just to touch something small. But before that, I want to, to say something that I said here when this church was being opened. And I, my wife was telling me to keep. I want to, um, the, the, the first time this church started, there was something that I taught in this, because I remember everything that I have taught. And, uh, but I would just want to touch something small about that, but I'm not going to teach about something about that, because we're talking about the Holy Spirit, but, but that's, that, that's okay. I, when I was talking, I remember I was talking about the blood. Amen? <laughs> I was talking about the blood. <laughs> I have my wife here. When I put my hand down, uh, yeah. I don't know whether she's telling me uh, today things are good or is that <laughs> so um yes I, I i I was teaching about um the blood before I teach what I'm going to teach to you, there's something I want to say to you because um Sometimes we try to think that whatever that we do will make God to do more than what he did. <laughs> we, we, we think that if we try to pray more, God will do more. Or we try that if we, if we try to be good, God will do more. But remember, when God finished creation, creating everything, he said, everything is good. I'm finished the job. It's good. And he rested. When Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, he repeated the same. He said, guys, it is now finished. I've done the job. You'll be free. Have life more abundantly. But now here we try to move God. We try to bribe God. We try to push God. Even we try sometimes to pray God Kung Fu. You know, Kung Fu. You know, I don't know whether you remember that. I used to remember that. You know, Kung Fu fighting. You know, you, know, you try to, to try to, <laughs> you try to do things with God so that God can, can be moved. But God cannot be moved in that way. Even the devil cannot be moved in all those kind of stars. The only thing that can move God is the understanding of who he is in the truth that comes from his word. That's why Jesus said in the book of John chapter 15 verse 7, if you abide with me and my word abide with you, ask whatever you want. You can be saved, you can be born again, but the devil don't care about that. The only thing the enemy care about is the person who always obey the word of God. The person who take God seriously according to his will. If you take God's word seriously, like what Jesus said, Jesus said to the devil, it is written, 
And that is final. And the Bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, let those people who teach the word of God, let the word of God dwell in their heart in the mighty way. That is the key. That is the key. Because when you have the word of God inside of you, the Bible says the flesh gives life to flesh. But the word that I speak is a spirit and it is full of life. When you have the word of God and you obey the word of God, you become spiritual. Yes, the disciples, they were with Jesus for a couple of years. In fact, I remember there was time they were anointed by Jesus and Jesus said, go and cast out demons. And when they went, they came back and they said, the demons bow before us. And Jesus said, don't have to worry about the demons. They bow before you. You have to care or to worry if your name is written in the book of but that is not all that enough. Because you know, even when Jesus Christ died, and then the, 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 this woman called Mary and came to the disciples and said, Jesus Christ has risen. And they said, ah, no, no, no. They, they did have doubt. And even when Jesus Christ came back, he rebuked to them because of their unbelief. But Jesus did something beyond that. The Bible says, Jesus opened their mind so that they can understand the scripture. Can you see? He anointed them to cast out demons and they went, they cast out demons and the devil used to bow before them. But there was something that was remaining. Their mind, their understanding, capacity to be open. And that is where the Christians are. You can be born again. Your spirit. That's okay. But for you, for you to access the promise of God, for you to stand in the throne of the heavenries, your mind must be willing to be subject to the Holy Spirit. And I always say you cannot enter in the presence of God when you are broken. So you cannot enter in the presence of God only spirit. No. As Jesus entered to the throne of the Father, with the body, with the soul, with the spirit. You have to enter exactly as you are. But how can all these kind of things be done? And now let me go where I was talking about the blood. And this is where I want to say this. Because where I'm teaching. You know the story of Goliath? Do you remember that story of Goliath? How many people who were here when I was teaching that? Thank you, because I will ask, not my wife, because I will ask some questions. And, and, and I said, you see, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to ask questions because I want to go so quickly. And I said, you see, the story of Goliath and the story of David and all this kind of the story of the giant, uh, the giant, those, you see, you see, when God brought the children of Israel from, um, from, from Egypt, he wanted them to be or to go all the way to the promised land. The promised land, yeah. Uh, I think I'll buy some, I'll buy that thing for, you know. Yeah, and, and, and I believe God wanted the children of his life to, to, to be in the promised land. But the reason why they didn't, those who were 20 years and over, or 21 years and over, they didn't. They didn't do that. All of them, they died in the wilderness. They didn't enter God's rest. 
And it is only one thing. It is because of the giant. When God sent the people to go and do the investigation, they say, ah, yes. Everything looks good. <laughs> but there are giants there. If we compare the giant and we, we are like, you see, they didn't see the good God, the great God, who opened the Red Sea, who did all the miracles and signs and wonders. So because of that, because of the giant, I mean the giant. Remember the giant, where did the giant come from? Where did the giant come from? Do you know where they came from? Where did they come from? Anakaya. But, but where did they come from originally? They were born by? They were born by the angels and the daughters of men. Oh, so, so, so why? Why? Who did that? It's the devil. Because the devil knew if I do this, I will tamper with the will of God. But you see, but, but you see that, that doesn't bother God at all. Because even in the Garden of Eden, God declared that from the beginning up to the end. And he says, the offspring of this woman will crush your head. And when did that happen? Because I preached here. When did that happen? So remember when David, who was the picture of Christ, cut the head of Goliath. He took the head to? He took the head to? To? He took, yeah, yeah. Help me because I will take you somewhere. He took the head to the, he took the head to the king. But what happened then after that? Now let me tell you. What happened after that? When he took the head to the king, there was no refrigerator. There was no, 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 no fridge. So he took the king, the head to the king. You know, King Saul was ignorant. Then he, and you know, the head of the Goliath was the head that presented the power of the kingdom of darkness. And then he took the head, and when he took the head, he kept the head. He kept the head there. And when he kept the head there, you see, the Bible says, when, if, if, if you read more Bibles, not the Bibles you see, all these kind of, there's so many Bibles you can read. And then when, when, when Saul was killed, the first thing David did, he went to the palace, and then he found the head of Goliath that he gave the king. And the reason why the king was so consumed, because he kept the head in the palace. He left the head. And that is why even the king himself, even declaring all the witches must be killed, because of the same, same head, because of the same, same power of the devil. Now he started going back to the women who used to do all those kind of stuff, the medium. And even the medium says, are you not so? So. So what happened with David? David took, went there, and he, because it's many years, he found that the head itself, now the flesh, it's not there. The only thing which was there was the scow. Yeah, that's it, the scow. So David took the head, the scow now, and he went, David took the scow, and he went and buried the scow. David buried the scow. When David buried the scow, now, when Jesus Christ came, the son of David, and these people, they wanted to crucify Jesus. And they were looking where they are going to crucify Jesus. They found somewhere they can crucify Jesus was the Gologotha, which was called the Lord of Scow. What a coincidence. So when they crucified Jesus there, when they crucified Jesus there, remember the head of the Goliath, which is the Scow, is under. 
and Jesus is on the cross. So the, so Jesus, the word of God was fulfilled. I'll put your enemy under your feet. In the first time in history, the power of the kingdom of darkness was put under your feet. Something happened there that I want to, that's where I want to start. When Jesus was there, he was pierced. And the blood gushed out. And the same same blood gushed out to the power of the kingdom of darkness. That's what the Bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 2 verse 15. He disarmed principalities and power. So when the blood gushed out and touched where the head of Goliath who represents the devil was. Jesus said it is finished. Because even the devil in hell, and if you, I, I, I just, this is what I wanted to teach because you see, it is the stuff that you need. The Bible says, will that happen? The Bible says, will that happen? In Abias, where the angels who sin against God, who breed the Goliath, the Anak, the darkness was released from Abias. The darkness was released from Abias and from 12 to 3 there was darkness. So Jesus did it all. The blood of Jesus Christ broke the chain even before he was born. The blood of Jesus Christ Cleanse you, redeemed you, sanctify you. Because that was the proper sacrifice that God prepared even before the creation of this world. That's what the Bible says. Where the sacrifice has been done, there is no more sacrifice can be done. Let me ask you a question. Why do you sacrifice to receive from your father? Why do you sacrifice to receive your father? Because if you try to pay more sacrifice, then God will never be pleased with you. Because that means... The sacrifice that God has done for you to be free, it's not enough for you. Amen? Praise God. I'm drunk. It's awesome. Now, let me say this now. I want to, I want to preach now. I want to teach. Let's forget about that. Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, I thank you and I give you the praise because you are good God. There is nothing we can do and there is nothing we can say that can stop you loving us. That's what the Bible says. You are love. Father, help us truly to know who you are. Truly to know what you have done for us. So that we can be able to access the promise of your will. Today, Father, as you have given this opportunity to preach the word of God. May your word penetrate in the mind of people and in their heart. So that they will be transformed and changed. They will be healed. They will be set free. The chain will be broken. So that they can be the people. That you have called us to be. Holy Spirit of the living God. I surrender myself to you. May you take control. May you lead. May you guide. May you teach. 
and let the presence of who you are fill the heart and mind and the life of man. In Jesus' name. And the church say, Hallelujah. You see, in the presence of your father, nothing missing. Nothing. If you understand who God is, there's nothing that can scare you. Even Jesus said, do not worry to those who kill the body. Just fear God. Amen? You just fear God. You obey God. You trust God. You live in God. You walk with God. You drink God. You eat God. You dream God. You have vision of God. Of who you are. I have given you so many testimonies about me. And today, brothers and sisters, I want to speak to you about the word of testimony. Testimony, it's very good. It's very good. Testimony. Testimony is very good. But what kind of testimony do you have? So I want you to take just, I want to take some few minutes and then we see the truth of the word of God. Amen? You just bear with me. Maybe sometimes you can understand my English. My English is not all that good, you know? Yeah, it's not that good. Yeah. You can hear. Yeah, my daughter listened to me very well. And says, you don't have to pronounce like that. <laughs> no, you don't have to say like that. What do I have to say? You have to say like, but I say, I'm an African guy. <laughs> huh? But that day you can learn and pronounce the word properly. And I say, how can you teach an old dog trick? <laughs> Amen? So, you know, don't listen my words. Just listen the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Let's start, guys. I think God will help you. Um, this is the Revelation, chapter 12, verse 11. We're going to start from here. And they overcame him. Who is him? No, let, let me speak. Because you don't have to worry now. You see, we are, we, we are teaching one another. So, uh, let's be, be free. Be free. Because be free. Maybe your pastor teach when you are quiet. Me, I don't want that. I want you, you speak to me. Who is this guy? The devil, amen? Amen, yeah. Okay. And they overcame him by the blood. By the blood. By the blood. There is no way you can overcome this guy. Eh? You can overcome this guy by the blood. The children of Israel, the, those who are uh, the, the firstborn, for them to be spared from the age of death, they put the blood on the doorpost. Amen? Amen? So you to overcome this guy is by the blood. So you see, uh, okay, by the blood of the lamb, not the blood of the goat. Not the blood of your children. No, 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 no. By the blood of the Lamb of God who take away or carried away our sin. And by the word of their testimony. That's, 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 that's where, that's, that's where, that's, that's where my teaching is. So Jesus, who is the Lamb of God, 
he shed the blood on the cross of Calvary. But not only that blood overcome this guy. Something else. The word of you. The word of? The word of? The word of your testimony. So it is by the blood and the word of your testimony. By the blood of God. By the word of? So you can have the blood. You miss the word of testimony. Nothing will happen. I'm okay. I think the enemy is angry. He can try to push me, but I'll see you here. Can you see now? Can you see now here? You see, God did the part. God sent the son. The son shed the blood. The son died. The son pronounced, it is done, it is finished. Even the son says, no greater love than this. A man laying down his life for his friend. You are not the enemy of God. You are the friend of God. Amen? Amen. Jesus died for his friend. So Jesus, God did his part. From the heavenly throne. You have to do your part here on earth. Why? Why? You see, God is smart. That guy there, he is smart. Uh, that guy, he is smart. Why? See now here. The devil seen from the beginning up there. Is that true? See here now here. Let's continue. See now here. Twelve. Therefore, you see here now. Therefore, rejoice all heaven. Therefore, rejoice all heaven and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitant of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you. To you. The devil has not come down to those sheep. He has not come down to those goats. He has not come down to those trees. He has not come to those buildings. The devil has come down to He has come down to me. I have to put that in mind. So if the devil say hi, he's not saying hi. He's after something. <laughs> because he has come down to me. You see, you see, the devil has come down to you. That is what you have to understand. The work of the devil, even Jesus said, he has come to you not to say hi, not to buy you the right, but to steal you, to kill you, to destroy you. So the devil has come down to you. Listen here. Not only, he is a serious guy. He is a man full of anger. Having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. The devil knows he has a short time. The Christian don't know they have a short time to deal with the guy. Jesus dealt with the devil only for that three years. In fact, I think the best time Jesus dealt with the devil properly is only three years. And he destroyed everything. Everything. But just think about you. We have, the devil has come here on earth. He don't live in heaven anymore. 
When he was in heaven, there was chaos. But when he was brought here, now the heaven was God announced and said, now rejoice. Hey! <laughs> rejoice. That tells me, even where the devil is, there is no peace. If he was in heaven, in the presence of God, in the throne where the 24 elders they are, and the millions and millions of angels, and there was chaos. Just imagine here on earth where people are so corrupt. Even those who are leaders, they are so corrupt. Eh? And he has come for you and me. Just imagine. And that is what the church is not aware. And the devil wants to fulfill his mission. Because the time is short. So that is number one. I know the devil has come for me. So I, I must be aware. But let me go back to where I was saying. The testimony. So God had done everything. But God wants you to overcome. By the word of your testimony. What does that mean? Is it your testimony to tell the devil how strong you are? Is it your testimony to tell the devil I go Jim? Is that your testimony to tell the devil how you know the word of God? What kind of a testimony is that? Can somebody try? Now listen here. I want to stop there before something I want to say. When Jesus came here on earth and the devil attempted him. In fact, the devil was not attempted the devil was, did not attempt Jesus by his will. The Bible says the Holy Spirit led Jesus. <laughs> Listen, the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 1 verse 18, and Mary was found with a child of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit who is God, he took his son to be attempted by the devil. Why? Then God must be crazy. I cannot take my daughter to the lion to say, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Can you do that? Can you do that? But see now here, the Holy Spirit, he brought Jesus here. And the Holy Spirit is God because God is the Spirit. And after Jesus taking care to, 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 to the son and taking care and guiding him and protecting him and you see, equipping him with knowledge. The Bible says Jesus Christ became obedient by what he went through. He went through that, that years. Being taught by the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit said, no, the job is now. Come on. Like Abraham taking his son, take the firewood. And where is the lamb? You come on. That's the same, the same picture. But now the, the Holy Spirit took Jesus to the devil to be tempted. Why? 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 You, did you address to yourself why? Remember talking about testimony. Why? The reason why God allowed that to happen so that God in heaven can have the testimony through the Son. Amen? Next. See now here. If we receive the witness of men, which means the testimony, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness 
For this is the testimony of God, which he has testified. That's why it is testimony of his son. So the reason why the Holy Spirit who is God led Jesus, the son, to be tempted by the devil is so that the father can have the testimony of what has happened. And this is the testimony. And, and this, this is the testimony about his son. Continue. He who believes in the son of God has the testimony in himself. Who does not believe God has made him a liar. Because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his son. If you don't believe the testimony that God is going now to give about his son, you made him to be a liar. Mm. What is the testimony? Next. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal. Eternal life without end. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Next. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. There was somebody who was here. I don't know whether it was the lady who was here. And she said something. She said, life, it's about war. Oh yeah. Life, it's about war. Because the devil is not in heaven anymore. When he was in heaven, there, there was war. Now he has come here. There, people are rejoicing. Here, woe to the earth. So I wonder, why people scream if they know this? If you know the devil is on the street, why do you scream? If you know the devil has come for you. Why do people scream? There's only one thing. You must have one thing. The word of your testimony. He confronted Jesus Christ and Jesus said, it is written. He confronts you. Don't fear. Don't waver. Look him and say hi. <laughs> Today you look so useless. Before I deal with you scientifically, according to perpendicular, can I tell you something? <laughs> I am the son of the most high God. God live in my heart. I have been redeemed, forgiven all my sins. Because of the leeches of his grace. And even now I am standing here. I live by the grace of God. I know who you are. Your name is Lucifer. And you are the loser. And I have the power and authority. To put you where you belong. Excuse me. And then you go. <laughs> Simple as that. 
Simple is that. Those who know their God, they shall do the exploit. Let me give you a story. I love giving stories so that you can relate with this. You know where we have come from? There is time for winter. And um, sometimes there's a lot of snow. Even America, the whole of Europe. But this is a story of a man who was very well educated. He was so rich. He did have his own companies. But something happened to him and uh, he became alcoholic. So every morning he was going to pub. We call it pub there. And he was living a miserable life. He did have two sons. He loved his son so much. But he was alcoholic. But one time in the morning, he woke up very early in the morning. It was like um, seven o'clock. There was snow on the ground. And he walked and he went miles, like two miles, three miles to the pub. Before he entered to the pub, he decided to smoke a cigarette before he goes in. When he was about to smoke, because there when it is like 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, the darkness is still there because it's winter. Then he could hear someone walking. Pa, 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 pa. And this Come nearer, come nearer, come nearer, come nearer, and come nearer, and come nearer, and come nearer, all the way and come nearer. The son, the young son, was jumping to the step of the daddy because now the son, the son can see the steps because of the snow. Then the son, that child, was jumping, pa, and pa, and pa, and pa, to the step of the father. Till the son come nearer. And the father sees the son. And says, what are you doing? And he says, you know, daddy, I just wake up looking for you. And when I looked outside, I could see your step. So I decided to follow your steps. And your steps lead me where you are. <laughs> and the man says, what about if I went in? The son will add up Going in. The Bible says, those who believe in God must walk according to the steps of Jesus. This man took the son and says, you don't know what happened for me to be here. But because if you follow my step, you are going to end up here. I will never take beer anymore. And hold the son and came back and went back home. You see, for us to become sinners, we don't know how we end up there because it is our ancestors, our forefathers called Adam. But now Jesus came and says, no, 
you don't have to add to, to follow these steps. If you follow these steps, you're going to end up in death and be separated with God. And Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Follow my steps. Follow my? Let me ask you. There are some people who admire you. Your children admire you. Fathers, your sons, your daughters, they admire you. It doesn't matter whether you take them to university. It doesn't matter the education that you have given them. It doesn't matter the, the knowledge that they have. But spiritually, somehow, they will follow your steps. If you have anger, if you have bitterness, if you have enemy, envy, if you have hatred in your heart, somehow, somewhere, they will follow your steps. You need to change. You need to change. Let's follow Jesus. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. He said, I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. No one shall come back to the Father without me. That is the testimony we are supposed to tell the enemy. The word of our testimony is Jesus because he is the word that became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen and uphold his glory. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. That is the word of our testimony. Next. Jesus said, John chapter 15, Abide in me and I in you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Can you see? It is something very simple. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? Abide with him through his word. And he explained as the branch that is not connected to the stem, the tree, with us. Even you, without me, you will wither in many ways. Amen? And he continues saying, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Just imagine. For without me, you can do nothing. For without me, you can do nothing. Without the word of God, who is Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10, starting from verse 9, what, what does the true faith say? What does the true faith say? The true faith says, you don't need to go to heaven and to bring Christ down where he descended. You don't need to go to hell and bring Jesus Christ where he descended. Where he ascended, where he descended. You don't need that. The true faith says, the word is near you. It is in your heart. It is in your mouth. That is the word of faith. Amen? Come on, guys. 
this word. Bible. Believers instruction before leaving earth. Bible. B-I-B-L-E. This is the believer's instruction before leaving earth. And this is the constitution of God written by God for his people. The constitution of Kenya, it is written by men for men. They can change anytime they want. They can even stop obeying anytime they want. But this is life. And this is true. And this is everything. That's why Jesus said, if you abide with me, and my word abide with you. You see, there is the part of God, there is the part of we. Abide with me. And my word abide with you. Ask whatever that you want. It shall be given unto you. Amen? It shall be given unto you. The word. This one. The enemy fear only person who obey this. This. Believers, before, you believe the instruction. Nowadays we have Google here in Kenya. If somebody give you the pin, in fact you follow the Google. Turn right, turn left, take loud about. You'll add up to somewhere you are supposed to go. You have never gone. Is that true? This is the principle of accessing everything that God has promised you. The word of God. This is what heals. This is what protects you. It is the sword of the spirit. This is what casts out the demon. Basic instruction. They are basic Forget about those, the, the origin or whatever you call it. They tell you, I heard that you cannot preach here without a degree. Me, I don't have. And I'm not going to get it, and I'm going to preach. <laughs> That's true. I don't have. I'm not going to get it. And I'm going to preach. <laughs> That's true. Preaching the word of God, you don't need even money. The only thing you need is the anointing. That God will anoint you, even those who oppose you, they will say they God. Even those who people who crucified Jesus at the end, the Romans, soldier, they say truly this is the man of God. Even when they were sent one time to arrest him, and they came back and said, did you bring this guy? He said, forget about that. There is no one even you can speak like him. Can you see? He is the truth in himself. The gospel, it is not just like the way people think. Christianity is not a religion. That's why I tell people. No! Christianity is life-giving. Oh, yes! Christianity is not a religion. Is it? No, you can't compare Christianity with those guys who just want to go and put the bomb up. No! No. Christianity is a life-giving. The Bible says when Jesus was Christ, Christ was here on earth, everywhere he used to go, he used to do good. Good thing. Oh, come on, guys. The last one.
Anyone? This is not the last one. Let me continue. There's another one. No, let's go, go, go the other one. Go the other one. Go, the, go number five, uh, five six. Let's go back to five six. Back six. John 15, verse 6. Oh, yeah. No. John, not Joshua. Joshua and my family will follow the Lord. We are not there. <laughs> John. So, you see? Okay. See, see? For anyone, if anyone, Pastor, you need to put the. The anointing does not allow to see me to see there. <laughs> or they are hiding there saying a pastor can see. No. <laughs> if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire. And they are burned. If you don't abide with Christ Jesus, it doesn't matter how many cars do you, you have. It doesn't matter whether people bow before you. One time, one day, utachukuliwa. You know, I always tell people, because you know the preachers may be here, pastor don't tell you that. Not to come to church. Me, I'll tell you. Because me, I'm not your preacher. <laughs> me, I just a visitor. <laughs> In fact, even when I come next time, I'll be a member, I'll sit down there. <laughs> I will be promoted. <laughs> there is no way. If you have Jesus, if you don't have Jesus, if you don't have Jesus, you have the devil. Oh yes. You cannot refuse Jesus and refuse the devil. You cannot. Because that is the nature in the garden of Eden. Even Jesus, when he came here, he says, you are the children of the devil. Why? They were not created by the devil, but they were opposing the truth of who Jesus was and what Jesus was speaking, and they were refusing to obey the Holy Spirit. And they said, we are the children of Abraham, our father. We are not illegitimate. He says, shut up, keep quiet. Give me a break. If I was Jesus, I could say that. He says, you want to do what your father is doing. We are the fa we are the our father is up. No. Your father is the devil. Oh, that's, that's a teach it's a teaching. But in today, in the church, you cannot tell people. Because if you tell the, the people, they are not going to come to church. You go wherever you want. Oh, it's true. It is better I speak the truth and you have life. Than telling you something that you, is going to make you happy and you feel good, which is not the truth. Jesus Himself, He said, as far as you oppose me, as Jesus Christ, you oppose the Holy Spirit, you oppose the truth of the Word of God, you are not the children of God. And you cannot deny Jesus Christ and you deny the devil. You cannot deny heaven. You cannot refuse to go heaven. You refuse to go hell. It's not, it's here. Jesus said, if you don't abide with me, you shall be gathered together. Yes, and burn. Are you going to burn in, the, in, in heaven? <laughs> no, 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 no let's, let's, be, let's, be, let's be realistic. We have to be realistic. And the, the church must grow. The, you know, the church must grow and come to the truth. And that is the key. 
That is the truth. You know when Jesus was here on earth, he, he, he didn't care. Why? Because he was the truth. And that is the truth. Yes. If your mother-in-law come in your house, you have to listen. You have to listen what she is talking about. It's true. <laughs> my mom was a noisemaker. My mom was going to church. My mom was going to church. But when she came from church, no peace. <laughs> there was no peace. And my dad was saying, Jockey, if I go to heaven truly and I find you there, I will go to the next door. <laughs> True. Because the steps, mommy can, but the steps of my mom, the steps of my mom, mommy was making everybody feel uncomfortable. Have you fetched water? Have you done all this? And I said, mommy, why can't you come? Tell mommy that my dad says, even me, I don't refuse to go to church, but I can't go to church where you go. <laughs> why? Mommy was supposed to be the picture of Christ. And then my daddy was supposed to follow. But that was not the case. No, that was not the case. It is the same with the husbands. It's the same with the wives. In the church, we pretend. Hallelujah. Ha. Hallelujah. Ha. Praise God. But we know. Do you ask yourself? Do you ever ask yourself? Do you ever ask yourself, whose steps do you follow? Because Jesus said, if you follow my steps, you'll end up to the Father. Amen. Next, the first one. The last one now. We then, me, pastor, and those who preach, we then, as workers together with him, also plead with you. I am pleading with you. Plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Guys, because Jesus Christ died for you, don't receive this grace in vain. I hear people saying, you know, Jesus died. There is no way I can be separated with him. No, I will go to heaven. But you see, don't, don't be fooled. Even Jesus said, it's, you must be warm all. What about that? What about if you are not? He's going to spew? And how are you going to make it? Don't put Jesus in your heart like a number plate. That the police there can see that you have a number plate. No. Put Jesus Christ as insurance. It doesn't matter how expensive your car is. Without insurance, you drive it on the road. It is at your own risk. When you are living here on earth without Jesus Christ and the devil is here, it is at your own risk. 
See what the Bible, let's continue. See what the Bible says. For he says, in an acceptable time, I have had you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. There is no one could save himself, but Jesus Christ helped us to be saved. Is that true? He helped us to be saved. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now, this time, this time, behold, now, is the accepted time. Behold, now, is the day of salvation. It's now. It's now. I'm not going. You see my wife? You know? Now when I do like this, my wife now is having the whole picture. I follow here. All my teeth come out. <laughs> huh? My wife, yeah, my wife starts purchasing the denture for me. Focusing on me. Now, can you see now here, here? You see, when we wanted to be saved, God offered that salvation for us. But there is something that we need to do. I'm saying, God did this, we do this. God did this, we do this. God did this, we do this. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Do not cast away your confidence. You need to do the will of God. After doing the will of God, then you will receive the promise. Can you say, there must be, God do this, you do that. God do this, you do that. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, he saved us. But you need now to receive. Amen? Praise the Lord. Let's put our heart together for Jesus. I buy food in my house. My wife cook. <laughs> if I don't buy, I don't ask. You might be here today. You might be here today with us. Truly, Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. God has given us the testimony that we have life in Christ Jesus. But you might be here. Truly, you might be here. You don't know when the angel of death will strike. My brother was a young man. In fact, even he was not sick. But just that one day, just one day, and he was taken to hospital, and the following day, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. And we were saying, ah, he has, he has never been sick. He has never been. Forget about that. Now, what about if God called you? How many people here, they are not born again? How many people here, they don't have Jesus Christ in your life? How many? It's not about me. It's not about your husband. It's not about your wife. It's not about your mother. No, it is about you. It's the relationship between you and God. How many people, how many people have backslided? How many people are not doing the will of God? How many people are not walking according to the steps? They are not according to those steps. And they know they are out of the steps. How many? If you are here, miss your hand. If you are here. 
If you want to give your life to Jesus and you're here, let me see your hand. You don't have to worry. You don't have to fear anybody. You want to tell me all these church people are born again? Are you sure? You want to tell me that you are born again, all of you? True? Are you sure? Can I have the choir, please? The choir? The choir, come choir here. Come here. I definitely believe even if you don't come, the Holy Spirit will lift you up. I definitely believe the Holy Spirit will touch your heart. I remember one, one friend of mine, my friend, my, my, my best friend. We used to be living with him in UK. Working so hard. Buying big farms and houses and everything. But I remember one time I was preaching the word of God. And I said to him. Hey, my friend. Not today. But I want to tell you the truth. I said to him. You don't want God now. I can tell you and mark somewhere. Maybe I'm not going to see you again. But I'll meet you with you somewhere. I was preaching somewhere else with my wife. And somebody gave me a piece of paper and says, can you pray for this man? This is our friend. And I said, give it to my wife. When my wife was given, when I was going, when we were going home, my wife said, do you know who is that man? And I said, I don't know. And he says, it's your friend. Who is your friend? It's your friend. He is sick. Cancer. He's about to die. The following day, I went to the hospital to see him. And I said, hey, hi. Why are you here? He said, I say, it is not God who has brought you here. It is the same devil who was keeping you warming that chair when I was calling you. And he said to me, can you pray for me? And if I get healed, if I get healed, I'll be preaching with you. And I say, God don't want you to preach with me. But I'll pray for you. And you get healed. I pray the guy, for the guy. The guy got healed. And the guy went back. He did not receive Jesus Christ. He went back to the same, same business of the pub. And one time God sent me and he said, can you go and check your friend there? And I went to the same pub with my brother in law. And I found the guy and I, ah, I have come. You still don't need Jesus. And remember Jesus healed you. And he started laughing. <laughs> And I say to him, You 
You. 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 Don't take the grace of God for granted. I left that pub and I went home. I want to tell you the truth. This man, this man, within three hours, he fell on stairs and he passed on. When he died, me and myself, I came all the way, even my wife from from UK to bury him. All the land that he bought, all the houses that he bought, the mother took all of them away from the wife. The wife was given nothing. Jesus said in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 11, Mark chapter 8, verse 26. 36. What can you compare with your life? Mark 8. 36. What is that can you compare with your life? What is that you can give in exchange of your life? You don't want to receive Jesus Christ today because of that crabbing. Because of that football. Because of that guy there. Because of that lady there. Because of that so and so. What can you exchange with your life? I want you to sing. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Just to call us. Then I pray. You sing like never before. Every time I'm in, 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 in UK. I listen. I think about this choir. I wish all of you one time you can come to our church and sing there. You can miss anything else. But this is enough. Let's do it, guys. Can I join you? Yes. I will be here because my voice is not good. My wife is saying no. Savior of mankind. We want to thank you this afternoon. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. It is not who we are. It is who you are. My God and my maker the creator of heaven and the earth. 
You are worthy of all the praise. You are worthy of all the glory. You are worthy of all the honor. You are worthy of all the adoration. In your throne, you are God. Here on earth, you are the same God. Even under the earth, you are the same God who was, is, is to come. I want to thank you, Lord, because of your goodness and your mercy. I have these young people before me. And the whole church. I have given them the truth that you have given unto me. My God, because of your love and your grace and your kindness, may you touch each and every one life. May every power that is not from God live now in the name of Jesus. May every confusion live now in the name of Jesus. May every chain be broken now in the name of Jesus. May the door that stand before every humanity of whom you died for be open now in Jesus name. Our Lord and our God I thank you for your kindness. You pay the price. And you have given us free salvation. And on our side, now we have given ourselves to you. We repent all our sin and all our transgression and all our iniquity and all our lawlessness and liberia. May you help us to start a new day again. May you walk with us. Hold us with your righteous right hand. Let your angels guide us. May you meet with all our need. There are so many people. They are learned. They are pursuing their careers. But somewhere, somehow, they are confused. May they know that you are the way, the truth, and the life. May they know that you are the King of kings and the Lord of love. May they know that you are the beginning and the end. Father, I leave them unto you. May you guide them by the power of your truth and protect them from the evil one. We pray this believing and trusting. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much.